Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer, coming your way till 3 o'clock today. Elliot, as always, we got stuff to talk about, man. You know, when I was in college debating if I wanted to do journalism, did I want to get into radio, did I want to cover sports, days like today are why I'm so happy I decided to keep going down that path. I mean... There is just so much interesting stuff going on with this team. The Carson Wentz rumors. We might have a certain somebody coming back. Like, I could not wait all week to get on the studio, get in get in with this show, and talk about it. It's just a fascinating time. Well, let's dive in. As I listen to the slappy Go Birds intro, as, uh, you know, we love, we love our intro. I listen to it, and that time, as I'm listening to it, I'm thinking in my head, Elliot. I'm like, is that the last time? The Go Birds theme will play on WIP with Carson Wentz as an eagle. It could Mm. be, Elliot. Mm. It could be. It could be. And look, things are changing quickly. Let's, I guess, kind of recap here where we're at uh, Saturday afternoon. Obviously, we'll be keeping track of all the news during the show. We do have a history of breaking news during (laughs) the show. So if something's going to happen, let's be honest, today, if it's going to happen between 1 and 3 is when it's going to happen. Don't change the channel. The dial is what Elliot is saying. Exactly. All right. So so let's set up where we're at. As of now, it looks like the two teams most interested in Carson Wentz are the Indianapolis Colts and the Chicago Bears. I think you'll see other teams become involved. New England Patriots, Denver Broncos, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, San Francisco 49ers. There'll be other teams. But as of now, those two seem to be the teams that are most interested. The real question is, what are they going to get and when is it going to happen? From Carson Wentz's perspective, he wants out. He definitely wants out. Like, we can end any speculation that he still wants to be here. He clearly wants this deal to get done. He wants to no longer be in Philadelphia. It wasn't about Doug Peterson. 
I don't even think he's wrong for feeling he needs to get out of the organization, but that's how he feels he wants out. So with that in mind, the Eagles are listening to offers, according to reports. I believe it's a little more than that. I think they're actively trying to trade him, and I think that a trade will happen soon. I thought it could have happened as soon as yesterday. I think by this time next week, he's probably on another team. And I think that the two teams, as I said, the Indianapolis Colts and the Chicago Bears appear to be the favorites and the most interested at this point. It is just wild. I mean, we just, you know, we uh, Thursday, we're all celebrating the the three-year anniversary of the Eagles winning the Super yeah. Bowl, and it feels like 300 years. Carson Wentz could be traded in moments, in days, in the near future. And and look, Elliot, let's be real. You said Carson Wentz wants out. Well, guess what? I want him out, too. I want him out. We have talked about this for a long time now, and, and obviously I think – you know, there have been times where you and I have been opposite sides of the Carson Wentz debate and all that type of stuff. But after everything that's happened, after all that we've heard, after all the reports, after the end of the season and not, him not speaking, like, it is so clear he doesn't want to be here. And you know what? It's so clear that he needs to not be here. It is time mm-hmm. to move forward. There is too much baggage. Too much has happened. Like, Carson Wentz can't be an eagle this can't be smoke the eagles have to trade carson wentz elliot yeah and this would be my advice to howie roseman jeffrey laurie obviously i'm sure they're spending all their days right now listening to wip figuring out what they should do (laughs) as they're listening here would be my advice get the deal done i understand that maybe look the the debate on whether to trade carson i think that debate is over there's no question he's going to be traded so put that debate aside but now that you know he's going to be traded, you got to complete the deal. And I think it's interesting what you hear is, and I don't blame them, that they want a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. I believe Carson Wentz is worth a first-round pick. If I was another team, I think he's worth taking a chance on. But once the Eagles make the decision to move on from Carson, and Carson has made the decision to move on from the Eagles, you have to complete the deal. Don't get stuck here and say, well, you know, the best offer we got was actually a third-round pick, and we think he's worth a first, so we're not trading him. No. He wants out. It's no longer a situation that is good for the franchise of this, for for this franchise. It's no longer good for the state of the team. You cannot have Carson come back to the team at this point. Too much has happened. Frankly, too much had happened before all this, right? When you think about everything that happened with Nick Foles, now Jalen Hurts, the injuries, all that stuff, the benching, Doug Peterson. It was already going to be extremely complicated and hard for Carson Wentz to come back into that locker room, to come back as the quarterback of this team. Now we know he wants out. We know they tried to trade him. If it doesn't get completed, next season is going to be a disaster. You cannot bring Carson Wentz back. So look, yes, I think he's worth the first round pick. It would be great if they were able to hold out and get one. But if all you can get is a second or a third that could potentially come a second or some type of conditional pick, take what you can get at this point because it's over. It's over between the two sides. You cannot have him come back next year. Take the best offer you can get. And let's move forward with this team with the dark cloud of the Carson Wentz kind of saga past us. Yeah, it's untenable. You know, that's the word yeah. that that keeps coming to me is it's an untenable situation. Like, this is not fixable. Carson Wentz and the Eagles are too far gone. Like Elliot said, too much has happened between the Foles thing, between the injuries, between the Jalen Hurts pick, between getting benched this season. He was the worst quarterback in football through 12 games. Like, of all the starting quarterbacks in football, he was the worst one in the sport. 
And it seems like he took it personally that he got benched. Obviously, that's conjecture, but just too much has gone wrong. He has no faith in this organization, and guess what? They shouldn't have faith in him. Again, like this is a guy who called out of plays that Doug Peterson called because he didn't want to run him. And to your point, Elliot, there is a clear division in this locker room, and I don't know how many are on one side or the other, but you can pretty much guarantee that the idea of walking both Wentz and Hurts back into this locker room to start this next season is a disaster in the making. Mm -hmm. It's a disaster. You're asking Nick Sirianni to step in as a 39-year-old, first time ever in his life head coach, and handle Wentz and Hurts in that locker room with the divisions already there, and and like, and it's supposed to be the leader of your team. It, it is absolutely untenable situation. The Eagles have, please, not even just have to, please, I am begging you, Philadelphia Eagles, please, Please trade Carson Wentz. And to your point, Elliot, I do it for a seventh round pick. I agree with you. I think it'll be a lot more than that, but but that's how fervent I am. Like that's where I am. Carson Wentz can't be an Eagle. They would never cut him. But my point is like if it came down to it, I'd rather cut him than have him on the team this season. That's where I'm at. Well, I Look, I appreciate the strength of that take right there. Cutting him would certainly be an aggressive move. I don't disagree it won't with happen. the logic. It won't of happen. I'm just no, saying, like that's, I, I'm I just get... trying to illustrate how important yes. I think it is that Carson Wentz is not an Eagle next season. A hundred percent. And I and honestly, I think the Eagles know that as well. And 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 I know Carson gets he's going to get ripped a lot, right? And a lot of the criticism about Carson, for the most part, have been has been about his play, at least from my end. But I know that with Carson now, there's a lot of you know, well, he's soft for wanting to leave or all that stuff. No. I think he's smart for wanting out. I think he knows that his best situation to have a good, successful NFL career is no longer in Philadelphia. And I think that what's happened over these last few weeks or, you know, frankly, even back to when they drafted uh, Jalen Hurts, I think the Eagles were starting to realize that as well. And so I think both sides know the best thing to do is move on. And now it's just about finding the best offer. And when you talk about what their different offers could be, let's, let's look at each team. There's Indianapolis Colts. I believe they have the 21st overall pick, if I'm not mistaken, either 20 or 21st. I think them and the Bears are uh, are right next to each other. But that would obviously be a great return for Carson. If you're the Eagles, you would have the, the sixth pick and the 21st pick. You could package that if you wanted to try to move up for a quarterback. Or you could go for a year with Jalen Hurts, and you could add two potentially stud players onto this roster. Now, I know you're going to say with Howie drafting, maybe they won't get a stud. But, that, but the point of it is, if you have two shots in the first round, you like your chances, especially with one being in the top 10. So I think if they can get a first for Carson, you know, you view the the uh, outlook of this team differently. And certainly with Carson not on the roster, the quarterback situation's a question mark, but at least you would have two first round picks. And I think you can kind of move forward and rebuild. And that's what the Eagles want to do. Frankly, that's what Jeffrey Lurie said when he went the one time he talked this offseason. He kind of talked about needing to reset. And Carson doesn't make sense as part of the reset. Forget all the baggage. A 28-year-old quarterback on a max deal with two serious injuries is not somebody you build around. It's just not. He makes more sense on a win-now team, which the Colts are. Or he makes sense on a desperate team, which the the Chicago Bears are. Right now, uh, Nick Sirianni is not desperate. He He just got hired. He has a bit of rope. Howie Roseman, as we know, has a lot of rope, right? In Chicago, Matt Nagy could be fired if the Bears aren't good next year. Ryan Pace could be fired if the Bears aren't good next year. They're a team that needs to take a chance on Carson. The Eagles are not a team that has to take a chance on Carson rehabbing and rebuilding himself in Philadelphia. Yeah, no, I think I think all those are, are crucial points. Just the the age, the type of player Carson and where Carson is where he's at in his career. Like he doesn't want to be here because of that reason, and they shouldn't want him here because of that reason. He doesn't want to go through a rebuilding process either in the same way. And to your point that you mentioned before, like I totally agree. I don't blame Carson Wentz for not b- wanting to be here. Now, 
I don't think he handled it well. I don't think not speaking was the right move. And I know that's if you're not coming back, I get it and all that. But I don't think he's handled the exit particularly well. But I don't blame him for wanting to be gone, especially with this organization. You know how I feel about Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman running this organization. I wouldn't want to work for those guys either. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have faith that Howie and Jeffrey are going to turn this around. So from that perspective, I totally understand it from Carson. Now, speaking about the picks, the value, uh, I think we both agree. You know, you take what you can get for Carson. If you had to bet right now, do you think they get at least a one back based on what you're hearing and what these deals are kind of out there and the aggressive offers and all that? What, What kind of compensation are you expecting if you had to bet on it right now? I think they're going to get a first-round pick. I know, look, we're talking about the Colts and the Bears because those are the teams that seem most interested right now. But as we've seen with these things, teams can get in late. They can, you know, once the price goes up, maybe they become more interested in Carson. I think there's enough of a market out there. And what's interesting is at the beginning of the offseason, we said there's going to be a lot of quarterback movement, right? There's going to be a lot of teams switching quarterbacks, a lot of available quarterbacks. But now that Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff are gone, you look around and really who out there is better than Carson? I mean, Maybe Jameis Winston, but that that's really taking other a than Watson, in, who's obviously going to cost a lot. Well, yes, more. Deshaun Watson, but that's a that's a different category. It's a different tier, for, exactly. It's di- you're you're right. You're thinking of a it's a completely different type of trade based on the compensation and all that. Right, and even if you include Deshaun Watson, Carson's the second, right? I mean, as I look around, Dak Prescott's going to stay in Dallas. Like Jameis Winston, who knows? But I don't. I think Carson is a better bet than Jameis. Is, right. So I, I think that there is enough of a market. For Carson, I think they're going to get a first round pick at worst. Maybe you get a second next year that could conditionally become a first, depending on how much Carson plays. But if I'm the Eagles, I'm not really in a rush to get a pick this year. If, if the Colts say to me, look, we'll give you our 2022 first or the Bears say we'll give you our 2022 first. I would do that. I would almost prefer it over this year's uh, this year's pick because both those teams are drafting in the 20s. And I'm not saying they won't be better with Carson. There's a chance they could be. But I'll take a spin of the dice or a roll of dice and see if maybe things don't work out and that pick ends up being higher. So I do think they'll end up with a first round pick. I think at worst a second and then maybe, you know, you get a player or something. But I think there's there's value there for Carson. I've said this all along. Frankly, I've been saying it for weeks. And I, I think that they are going to get good value back for him. I agree with you. And, and to your point about the 2022 pick, another angle on that is the idea that this is – Maybe the most unpredictable draft ever, right? I mean, we didn't have a real college football season. There's no combine. You know, everyone's doing their own pro days, and it's all virtual. The interviews are virtual. So, like, of all the years where maybe you don't want the extra pick, like, I feel like this year might be that year. So I do think the idea, and I think teams are more willing to to part with a future first as opposed to this year first. You know, you're always, especially a team like the Bears you're talking about, a team with Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, like you said, theoretically, this could be their last year. For Nagy, I would say it is. Like, I think if Matt Nagy doesn't have a good year this year, he is absolutely gone, and I wouldn't be shocked if Pace was either. And in that type of situation, it makes sense for those guys to try and go all in on, on this team, on this year, and and if they believe in Carson Wentz, then that makes all the sense in the world. So I'm with you. And, and again, we're talking about the Bears and the Colts, but there's also, as you mentioned, the Saints, the Patriots, all these other teams that were in on Matthew Stafford. We heard the Panthers offer the number eight pick in the draft room. The Broncos mm-hmm. offered the number nine pick in the draft room. So there are teams that are clearly willing to give up assets for a upgraded quarterback. And again, it all comes down to how they value Wentz, what they think of this last season, all that type of stuff. But I think between the amount of suitors that theoretically should be out there and, you know, the situation and the belief in Wentz and what he has done in the past, I'm with you. I think they'll get good compensation. Well, Coming to the phones, the, and, go ahead. 
Well, I was going to say really quick, but just very quick. The other part of the compensation is what do you think of Jalen Hurts? Because if you want to give Jalen Hurts a year to be the quarterback, see what he can do, well, then that 2022 pick is more attractive because if it doesn't work out with Jalen, then you can try to move up. But if you're not as sold on Jalen and you like a Justin Fields or a Zach Wilson, as I know you do, then you want to pick this year to try to move up from six potentially if you have to move up two or three spots to get that quarterback. 215-592-9494. Coming to the phones in a second. One more part of this, Elliot, that we haven't gotten into that – you know, there's been a little online reaction to mm. and all that. But My favorite part of yes, this. Yes, as one of these teams that we are talking about is, and look, yesterday, if we're going to believe the the smoke from yesterday, it, as of now, it seems like the Bears are the front runner Again, these are all unsubstantiated reports and who the hell knows and all that, but uh, it certainly seems like the, the Bears are, are certainly deep in the thick of this. Uh, obviously, there is a... I don't know, Philadelphia legend, let's say, playing for the mm. Chicago Bears. Is it? I mean, it almost seems like if, if I believed in a simulation, this would be the kind of thing that would, like, hammer it home for me. But if, could Carson Wentz actually be traded in a package that brings Nick Foles back to Philadelphia, Elliot? Are you talking about Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles? You're damn right I am, Elliot. You talking about Pro Bowl MVP Nick Foles? <laughs> 27-2 Nick Foles? That Let's guy? Let's make some noise. Come on. Yeah, there it is. So, look. I love the idea of getting Nick Foles back into trade for Carson Wentz. I think just, first of all, the karma of it, just like, you know, writing a wrong and all that. I think it like washes away all the quarterback drama for the last year. And I know you're going to say this is a bit hypocritical of me because I've also said, I don't want any quarterback drama next year, right? I don't want Jalen Hurts in a number six overall pick. I don't want Carson and Jalen Hurts. And I wrestled with this internally over the last week. Would Nick Foles coming back be a distraction? I decided it wouldn't be. Nick Foles knows how to handle this. In 2018, I was in that locker room. After Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, he was not a distraction until Carson got hurt, right? And until then, he was like a forgotten man. I remember I would see him around the Novacare, and I'd be like, oh, wow, there's a Super Bowl MVP, but just, you know, just doing his own thing, right? He was not an issue. I don't think he would be an issue for this team. I think he'd be good for Nick Sirianni to have around. I think he'd be good for Jalen Hurts because there's no bad blood between Jalen Hurts and Nick Foles. And there wasn't necessarily bad blood between Carson and Nick Foles, but there was an awkwardness. There was a tension because of everything that happened. That's not the case. I think getting back Nick Foles would be a great safety net for Jalen Hurts. I think it could be a great mentor for Jalen Hurts. And I think it's an attractive part of the package with the Bears. So I am all in on bringing Nick Foles back to the Eagles if you're trading Carson Wentz. Elliot? I am too. I, mm, I agree with is. everything you said. I don't think it would be a distraction at all. I actually think it could be a... A nice little, um, you know, bonus for the fan base. Hey, we're bringing the MVP back, the guy. And look, I think Foles is at the part of his career where, you know, like you've said, he's been a back off multiple times now already. He understands the role. He knows what it is. The whole stuff with Nick and Carson, like, Nick didn't do anything wrong. He was never a jerk. He never. All he did was go out and play when he had to play, and he played at a super high level, and 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 thus, you know, it became a thing. And I think more from Carson's end than from Nick's end. Nick, one of the nicest guys that I've ever met in my life. Like just a, a wonderful human yeah. being. I think a great guy to come back into this locker room and kind of settle things a little bit and a veteran presence on what should hopefully be a younger team, depending on what moves make this offseason. Uh, I'm all for the idea of bringing Nick and, and back. And also, let's be honest, a lot of the reasons the issues between or like the division between Carson and Nick was there was because Carson had issues in the locker room, right? Because Nick was so popular in the locker room and Carson did have his problems. 
I don't think that would be the case with uh with Nick Foles and Jalen Hurts. Teammates love Jalen Hurts, right? Pe- and a lot of the players, honestly, that were there when they won the Super Bowl aren't there anymore. So I don't think you have to worry about those divisions. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on a Carson Wentz trade? Are you all in like Elliot and I are? It's time. Please trade Carson Wentz. Or are you still apprehensive about it? Do you still believe in Carson Wentz and want him back? And then would you take Nick Foles if part of a Carson Wentz trade package? Would you want Foles coming back to Philadelphia? 215-592-9494. Let's start it out where we do every Saturday at this time in Abington with our good buddy Tom. Hey, Tom. Yo, fellas. How we doing today? What up, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm going to ignore the last five minutes of commentary from you guys, <laughs> oh, but I'm, I'm otherwise okay. So lately I've had no creativity calling you guys, like as far as producing a game for you guys or anything. And, uh, well, today's no different. I have no creativity. <laughs> so, I, I just, um, I, I have an Eagles point. Um, I want to address the whole Wentz thing, and then I have a Super Bowl prediction at the end. So, all right, let's hear um, it. All right. The birds, in my eyes, have become the Philadelphia 70 Eagles. Okay, so um, from the tank job at the end of the season, which they totally botched, uh, Jeff seems to want to use the word assets a lot, and he seems to be completely obsessed with the process. All right, so all not good signs um, <laughs> if you're becoming what the Sixers were in those years. Um, it's it's a disgrace. Now, when it comes to Wentz, uh, the things I'm hearing over the past couple weeks. Um, are befuddling, to say the least. I mean, I'm hearing callers uh, question his toughness, which I, I don't I don't get that. Uh, I, hear I, the God- I agree with you really quick. I agree. I don't think questioning his toughness is fair, is fair at all. I, I don't – I mean, he's been through major injuries, but I think, you know, it's tough to get through. But not only, like, why do you want to compete if you're him? Just go somewhere where you can start. It's not going to be a fair competition. I, I 100% agree with you. Okay. And then uh, I hear the Godfather uh, whipping out duck blind jokes all week. Um, I, I've heard people say that Hertz is the quarterback of the future, which I, that I don't understand after four games, one and three record, by the way. Well, the, the, what, to be fair, that last game they probably could have won it if they had not tanked. But yes. okay, so they Rega- been regardless, I, I think <laughs> regardless, I, I think you saw some stuff from Hertz in his first start that you can get excited in his first few starts you can get excited about, and I think you saw some stuff that's concerning. I think Hertz is mm-hmm. a question mark still. Yeah, I also he's definitely not the quarterback Carson, of the future, not... though. Like, you can't yeah, say that. I, well, no, no, I'm saying we don't know. Like, he could be. Right. I mean, I think he showed enough where it's like, all right, he's got something. But, mm. yes, I definitely don't think we could say he's the quarterback of the future in any definitive way at all. And this whole Carson hasn't spoken yet, and he owes it to the fan base to, to speak. I don't understand that at all. I don't think he owes us anything, and I don't think – opening his mouth helps him in any way, shape, or form. But this all accumulated last night when uh, I heard Joe Gillaquito. He sounded like a kid in a candy store just waiting to hear the news come down that Wentz was traded. So to all these people, I just say, you know, be careful what you ask for because the way I see it, they're going to trade Wentz. I I see him going to the Patriots, um, and then I would say the Raiders would be the second choice. I don't think he's going to Indy or the Bears. And then they're going to name Hurts the starter, and they're going to draft a quarterback at six, which equals a disaster and uh, years of mediocrity. All right, Tommy, what's your Super Bowl prediction before we let you go? All right, so Brady's got his uh, he's got his formula in place for a win, fellas. He's got um, his defense is playing out of their minds. He's got weapons around him, and he's getting protected. I got the Bucks winning thirty nine thirty seven. Wow! And 
the biggest crime of this is not that Tom Cheater gets his seventh title. The biggest crime in my eyes is that Shady will have won two straight <laughs> Tommy, have a good one, Fowler. Call, brother. Yeah, how about that? Can you imagine Shady winning back-to-back Super Bowls while doing absolutely nothing to win them? It's like, yeah, I mean, speaking of Carson, right? <laughs> oh, buddy, Aww. Carson, they don't win the Super Bowl without Carson. I know, I'm just kidding. And re- really quick to to what Tommy said, I don't think that trading Carson has to do with Jalen Hurts. I think that they're impressed by what they've seen with Jalen. I'm sure they like having Jalen, but I don't think they're moving Carson to make Jalen the franchise guy. I agree. I, I think. The, the book is still to be written on Jalen Hurts. 215-592-9494. Where do you come down? Are you more like Tom, who's, who's kind of accepting it but apprehensive about the idea of Carson Wentz going somewhere else and coming back to bite us? Or are you like Elliot and I, where it's just time to move on from Carson Wentz? And, of course, the Nick Foles part of it. How would you feel about Nick Foles coming back to Philly? I, I didn't think anyone would have that big a problem with it, but... When you look on Twitter, it seems like there are a lot of people that have a problem with it. So get involved. 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Goldbirds Radio. We are coming right back. But let me remind you that so many of the Goldbirds faithful have already joined us and set up their accounts and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the games more fun. Like you, we all love the home team, and that's why we go with our home team and have the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting. Our team at Park Zeno Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County. That means your action, your money, safe and secure on their easy-to-use sports betting app. It's the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania. The Parks Casino Sportsbook app, Bet with the best. It is a fun, easy-to-use, intuitive app. You can bet on anything you like, pro hoops, hockey, everything, anything and everything. And, of course, the big game tomorrow there are tons of props on there. Elliot and I went through a bunch on our, our podcast, and it was a blast going through. There are all kinds of fun, different ones. And, of course, betting on the game itself, Kansas City, a minus three favorite at the moment. I love KC in this one. Again, get involved with the Park Casino Sportsbook app. And here's the deal. If you do, sign up now, and you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Yes, $500. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your history bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X casino.com slash P-A. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. Could the end of the Carson Wentz era in Philly be right around the corner? It certainly seems that way. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks, Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Heltzer coming your way till 3 o'clock. The Carson Wentz stuff is heating up, as Elliot and I detailed. It looks like, as of now, the Bears and the Colts, the two frontrunners, but a lot of teams potentially still involved or already have been involved. Where do you stand? Where do you stand on the Carson Wentz, the potential end of the Carson Wentz era in Philadelphia? A lot of people still torn on this. You know, is it is it the right move? Is this going to come back to haunt us? Let us know. 215-592-9494. Elliot and I both fervently believe that trading Carson Wentz is the not just the right move it's the only move for the Philadelphia Eagles let's see yeah, they, they have no they have no choice at this point I mean I, I, it sounds like you agree but I think they've let it gone to, they've gone too far at this point to turn back if you bring him back it's too much of a mess exactly 215-592-9494 let's talk to my good buddy in DC what up Craig so sir what's up fellas how you doing pal sure parks how you doing sir what up man thanks for calling in uh, uh, all right, man. Hey, look, man. I had to call in on this guy. Hey, check this out, man. It's it's it's, it's amazing to me how people still want to hold on to Wentz. And and I'll use this as an example. Okay, if you look at the Ravens, okay, 
the writing was on the wall a long time. I think it goes all the way back, like you said earlier before, when 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 they drafted Hurts, you could tell. When, I mean, man, even all the the rumors you hear out of the out of the practices, it's always like Wentz was just. I, I, he knew that the that the end was near. I mean, when you look yeah. at the Ravens, okay, if you look at their style of quarterback play, okay, for example, Lamar Jackson. When Lamar went out, Trace McSorley came in. Trace McSorley is a similar mobile quarterback. That back up to McSorley, he's a freaking Lamar clone. So my thing is, for anybody to think that this was going to work with Wentz and Hurts, it's impossible because you can't. Like you said, if you got two, if you if you got two quarterbacks, you don't have none. You got to have similar styles. And that coach that they're bringing in to Coach Hurts, that's another prime example that Eagles want to move to that next level of quarterbacking, and that's what they want. They want that mobile QB to be on that level with Lamar Jackson and your Russell Wilsons and, 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 and you know, all of your mobile guys that can get around. And damaged goods is damaged goods. Wentz will never be the same. I feared this when he got hurt, and I was hoping it wasn't true. But I tell you what, Elliot, I give you, I give Jigrio, all these guys pops because y'all saw it. Y'all mm-hmm. saw the writing on the wall a long time ago. And people didn't want to hear y'all, but uh, I think that's the case, man. I think he's gone. I'm, I agree yeah. with you guys. I'm down with Foles. Hey, man, I would love to get Foles back here because Foles is the ultimate backup. He, he won't. He won't come in here bucking up against Hurts. I don't think that'll be a problem. So I, I just, I just think that's the way we should go, man. What do you, what do you guys well, think? Re- interesting yeah. point that you made that I, I hadn't thought of, but I think it's a great one. When you talk about yeah. what the Eagles want to do at the next, the next phase, right, of this franchise. Right. One thing Jeffrey right. Lurie and really Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie are forward thinkers, right? They're always, I think right. at least, on the cutting edge of what the NFL is. I think Jeffrey exactly. Lurie looks around the league and he says, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. I mean, Lamar Jackson yep. is just a different level of athlete. But, you know, these right. mobile guys, Patrick Mahomes to a certain extent, he's more of a passer right. he can move. That's not Carson. Like, pocket passers are right. not really where the game is going. I think Jeffrey Lurie looks and says, I could pay Carson $25 million, or I could pay Jalen Hurts, like, 500000 whatever he makes, but I think it's just a more attractive <laughs> exactly. offer because that's where the game's going. Exactly. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's the case, man. And then my prediction, I got one for the Super Bowl as well, man. You know, I get so tired of the hate for Andy. We, for anybody to sit around and, and, and sell, I'm telling you, man, oh, God, I hope you rub it in big on Joe about, <laughs> about pulling for Brady, man. For anybody to pull for that clown, you got to be kidding me, man. Come on, go Big Red, KC back-to-back. I'm all in, man. Y'all Craig, have a good day, I bro. love it. A pleasure as always. Yeah, I'm very with you. I'm rooting for Big Red. I'm rooting for KC. I do not need Tom Brady to have a seventh Super Bowl. Just, just. Man, I know. feel I feel awkward just listening to you guys saying that when I'm here pulling for Brady to win oh, seventh. I didn't want to interrupt him because you guys were having oh, fun. But, but I, I would be happy if Andy won it. Don't get me wrong, but. I, look, I appreciate greatness. I want to see Brady win his seventh. I want to tell my kids one day that I saw Brady win it in his first year in Tampa Bay and all that stuff. And what? look, either, either oh, outcome's Jim, good. I but... can't wait to tell Zoe one day I saw Tom Brady win a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. It was so cool. Yeah, look, and Zoe will be like, wow, you got to see greatness. That's awesome, James. Yeah, well, well I guess she'll probably maybe call by you the dad. time she, yeah, I would think so. By the time she understands it, Mahomes will have like seven or eight. And it'll be like, oh, good. That's true greatness. Yeah, well, look, I, I, you know what's interesting is uh, the first two callers brought it up on their own. I'm like so wrapped up in the Carson stuff. I'm not even thinking about the game. Well, tomorrow. if you want to chime in, let us know which way you're leaning in uh, tomorrow's game. We've already had one person predict a Tampa Bay win, one person predict a Kansas City win. Um, so I guess a little split. Let us know what you're thinking, prediction, and who you're rooting for if you're rooting against Brady like me or for Brady Ugh, like Elliot. Let's go to South Philly and talk to my buddy Darren. What up, D? What's up, brother? Hey, ESP, I love that parting shot you did last week. I even congratulated you on Twitter, and you show no love. 
You can't take oh, my bad. I didn't see it. I got yeah, you. Way to go, Elliot. What a jerk. I know. Well, yeah, hey, you, you know, Jay, Jay was not texting me back. Singer in, and, and, and he does nothing. So, uh, uh, I, I, I could be, be uh, bro, I love you to death, so it pains me to do this to you. Why? Why on God's hot son do you want Nick Foles back here? No. Oh, I can't Hell wait. Hell no. Me I Nick, love my fans already. What, but no. Uh, the guy who won you a Super Bowl there, and you don't want the guy who here's, played, no, no, no. who had the here's greatest game in the history back, of the bro. Philadelphia Eagles to beat Tom Brady. Here's why I don't want it back, because if, if he's involved in the trade, that means I'm getting less back. Because no, 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 no. You're wrong. Like you're wrong. You. Darren, you're wrong. And, and, Darren, you're wrong. And how is he going to think like that? So Darren, no, Darren, you're don't. wrong. Nick Foles has no value. It's a throw-in. Like, it would just be a toss-in. Doesn't he have a horrible contract, too? No, it's $4 million, Darren. Relax. Come on. Oh, well, remember he signed that ninety-nine million dollar contract four, with Jack Cruz. Mi- Darren, it's four million dollars. Okay, all right, good. They're fine. Throw them in. But I have a, a scenario for you since you uh, brought it up on your own. Since we have a sixth pick and we uh, could potentially get uh, the twenty-first pick this year or next year, wouldn't you rather have the twenty-first pick this year and get more for the sixth pick? Trade the sixth pick away if the receiver from Bama, uh, number six or seventeen. Aren't there? Because that's truly what we need, receivers. And then yeah. uh, I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. I'm screwed either way. Ah. I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a Brady fan because he's a Michigan guy, but I don't want him to win because I don't want Shady to get a second one. And I don't want Andy Reid to get another one because I single-handedly hold him responsible for Terrell Owens not being here when that whole debacle happened. Right, you guys so. have a good one to go birds. You too, buddy. So, Darren, I guess not going to watch the Super Bowl on that one. What do you think about the draft thing? Like, I, I in terms of, of – six and and he's talking more of a wide receiver but the idea of of a first for next year versus this year i still kind of stand by the idea that if i'm getting extra first i want them in next year's draft more than this year's draft yeah i just like the rolling of the dice to see if maybe you know i don't want to root for injury or anything but who knows i mean right like no one thought the eagles would be the number six pick in the draft this year even the biggest uh pessimistic so I, i i do think that getting the pick next year is worth it but to, to that point, like if you're getting a first round pick for Carson, it's a win no matter what. Would you prefer it in 2022? I guess. But if you're not going to take a quarterback this year, I like having more ammo in 2022 in case you do decide you want to go up that year if Jalen's not the guy. What do you think about the quarterback? And we've talked about this. It's kind of been a, a more general topic because we haven't really been sure that Wentz was going to be gone. You and I have thought he's going to get traded this whole time, but but now that it looks like Wentz is, is very likely out the door soon, do you think the Eagles are, are going to be interested in potentially either trading up or taking a quarterback at six, or do you think they're going to give Hurts a shot and, and see what happens, maybe draft a quarterback next year? Well, I think they'll definitely do their homework uh, on number six. I mean, clearly they've been doing their homework all year on these guys, right? They've been drafting, they've been going, I mean, sorry, not drafting, they've been scouting, going to their games, right? So they're aware. Uh, they will seriously consider a quarterback in number six, and it'll be, you know, is Jalen Hurts a better option than Justin Fields? And, you know, I don't know where I stand on that. I'm very high on Jalen Hurts. I really like his potential. I, I like, you know, where what his game is. I like the fact that he can beat you through the, uh, both on the ground and also th- throws a great ball. So I am in on Jalen Hurts. I also, to be honest, like after this whole Carson debacle, I don't know how much of a rush I am to commit to someone all in, right? It's like when you get out of a relationship, Mm -hmm. you want to take some time and not like jump all the way back in. If I'm the Eagles, I think a year off of like being all in on a quarterback could be healthy. Give give Jalen a year, see if he can be the guy. He's a second round pick. You don't have to pay him, you know, as much as you do a number, the six overall pick. You don't like have that pressure with it. Take a year, relax, see if he's the guy. If he's not, then next year you figure it out. But 
and I could change my mind on this, but as of now, I don't think anybody at the top of the draft to me seems special enough where I'm like, okay, you got to go get that guy. Yeah, that you know that's where I'm at. Like I, I, I saw enough from Hertz to want to give him a shot and see what happens, and I think they're going to be a bad team this year anyway, so I think I'm going to have another shot at the top of the draft next year if I want to go the quarterback route, see what Hertz is, go next year is my philosophy. 215-592-9494, a man who is so mad – that Elliot, I don't know if you heard this, but this week uh, he told us on the midday show that he is now rooting for bad things to happen to the Philadelphia Eagles, mm. for everything to go wrong just to get rid of the people at the top. Mad Mike, you still feeling that, brother? Oh, I stand by it wholeheartedly. But let me say one thing. I'm actually with ESP on one thing. I don't understand the rooting for Andy Reid sentiment. And I'll put it to you this way. It drives me up a wall because it's like having someone like have your ex-girlfriend find a new guy and then just be like, well, I really hope they succeed and have a better life than I do. So like, what? I don't get that. It, it just drives me up the wall. Yeah, when I well, hear uh, well, just for me, clear, real quick, I rooted on the, for Andy last year. Yeah, and for, I wanted to see Andy win. And for uh, honestly, like it was, I didn't. I, I root. I'll be blatantly honest with you. I root for who I bet on in the Super Bowl. Like I don't. I rooted for San Francisco last year because I bet on San Francisco, and I was wrong. And when they won, like after I had come to grips with the fact that I lost my bets. I, I, I felt good for Andy, but I'm not rooting for the, the Chiefs because of Andy no. as much as well, I'm rooting no, against I, I've Brady. I've heard so many people call in this week. They're like, oh, you know, like they think Andy's still an Eagles coach. He's not here anymore, guys. He's not on our team. He's an enemy now. Like, well, I don't get it. You know what's something it, it, interesting with this, Mike? Well, and this is something... to be fair, Mike, you think that Howie Roseman and Jeff Fuller are enemies, too, and they're on they the team. They are. So well, list uh, of enemies I, they're is a, I, they're I, honestly Manchurian front office people. They, they're like, they're, they're shouldn't, like, I feel like they work for another team because there's no way they're like this bad at their job without really trying to hurt the Eagles. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you think it's so purposeful? Like, no, yeah, obviously. Like, and, and here's the thing, like, guys, I really do stand by that. I hope everything that Howie touches goes badly and goes wrong, just because, like, like if 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 they trade away Wentz, I hope Wentz like goes to like five Pro Bowls in a row as an All Pro. Does, wins multiple Super Bowls because I want every excuse that Howie can put out there about why this team wasn't good or try to protect himself just to be taken away. So that veil of anonymity that Howie loves to hide behind is just ripped away, and we just see Howie as the fraud GM that he is. <laughs> as usual, a ray of sunshine. So like, it's just, Mike, guys, like, I, I got you, Mike. We're up against it. I got you. It's a great call. Look, and I, I understand, like, I, I'm absolutely not like Mike, but I understand wanting Howie gone at all costs because I am, you know, there, but I, I can't root against the team and want moves to fail. But what Mike was saying brought up something else for me, an interesting phenomenon that I've mm -hmm. heard a lot of, a lot of, in relation to this Carson Wentz thing. I want to get Elliot's take on it. What is it? Why does it bug me so much? We'll tell you next. It's Elliot. It's James. We're coming right back. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Back to the phones in one sec. I just want to get Elliot Shore Parks' thoughts on this. As Mad Mike was talking, and, and Mike, bringing it up for a different reason, Mike just wants to see it all burn to get rid of Howie Roseman, but talking about the idea of he, him wanting Carson Wentz to go and win five Super Bowls and have success. And, and obviously for Mike, there's a different angle on it. But one thing that I, I just, I hear so much of, and I, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. And this is coming from someone who 
loved Carson Wentz. I mean, Elliot, how many times have you and I been on this radio station or on our podcast yelling at each other about Carson Wentz where I'm the one defending the guy to the death? Like, I love mm. Carson Wentz. Well, I, I here's, But here's what I, I don't understand, Elliot. I don't understand this whole and it feels like there is a large portion of Eagles fans, or at least a, a notable portion of Eagles fans, who feel like they want Carson Wentz to go somewhere else and have a ton of success. Like, they're like, I'm rooting for Carson. I want him to get somewhere where they appreciate him, and the Eagles, like, screwed him over, and I can't wait for Carson to go be awesome in Indy. Why? Why? Like, I have nothing against Carson Wentz, but, like, I'm not, like, super psyched to see him go somewhere else and be some awesome quarterback, which I think is certainly possible. But, like, I'm not, like, I'm not rooting against Carson Wentz, but I'm certainly not, like, hoping for him to go and be awesome somewhere else. Do you understand this phenomenon? I think it's two things. First is people like to be right. Bottom line, you know, yeah. like if you're if you're on right. the LTVB good point. right now, if you want to feel like you know Carson's good and it's a team that's failing him, Carson going somewhere else and playing well, you know, it, it proves that to a certain extent, right? Like I, I don't think Carson can succeed here. If he goes somewhere else and succeeds, clearly it'll look to a lot of people and they'll probably be right that I was wrong about Carson, that it was the Eagles' fault, not not Carson's fault. So that's part of it. But the other part of it is, and I think this is such a large part of the Car- Carson discussion in general, 2017 really made people feel an emotional attachment to Carson. When he took them on that 11-2 and run, when they looked like they were going to win the Super Bowl with him and then ultimately did win it, but it just, he became such a popular figure there. And I mean, look, I don't have to say this to anybody listening, but the Eagles are the number one team in this town. The quarterback's the number one position. When you reach a level of popularity that Carson was, people feel that attachment. And so I think that there's a lot of anger out there about how the Eagles have treated Carson, right or wrong. That's just a feeling out there that people have. And when it, when you have a favorite athlete, it's like when I was younger and they traded Allen Iverson, right? I mean, I wanted to see Iverson succeed because he was my favorite athlete growing up. And I think that there's a lot of that with Carson where people are angry how it's turned out and they want to see him succeed elsewhere, even if it is maybe at you know the expense of the Eagles. Yeah, no, I, I think you make a lot of really interesting points in there. It's just something that, that it does seem like there is a large portion of Eagles fans who feel that way. And again, I don't, I'm not really against Carson per se, but like, you know, I just don't understand that fervent, like, can't wait till he shows us up thing like that. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm an Eagles fan. Well, to- Mike takes everything. I mean, that's well, why no, no, I know, but Mike. I'm talking like I've seen a lot of people do that. A lot of people say that. And it, I don't know. Eagles first for me, like Eagles over Carson. I don't know if that's a, a hot thing. 215-592-9494. Let's go to New Mexico and talk to the man with the voice. What up, David? How's it going, gentlemen? What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing one day at a time, one day at a time. Well, first of all, I wanted to get uh, a statement about Deuce Daly that I didn't get in last week because kind of like slipped my mind. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm happy for Deuce being out of there, but I'm not happy that he left. The organization always talks about being forward, uh, progressive thinking and whatnot, and it's all lip service because if you look at Deuce Daly's career as far as coaching goes, he was there and he was appreciated, but he was never really, he was never really appreciated. I mean, I think yeah. – uh, I think he was held there in a spot because he was good at it. And one of the reasons why I left the military was because I was so good at training and doing what I needed to do, I couldn't get promoted. Basically the same setup. He did everything he was supposed to do, but he couldn't get promoted. So he takes a lateral move just to make sure that he can get into a new environment. So I'm glad that he's. I'm glad that he made that decision, but the Eagles screwed him, and uh, that just doesn't sit very well. I cannot look, I be think, more. Really quick, really quick for your next point. I think that yeah. part of the reason 
he never got a real chance at head coaching here is because he never got promoted offensive coordinator, right? So so not only did they pass him over twice for the job, but by passing him over for offensive coordinator, not really putting more on his plate, that also hurt his chances of ultimately getting the head coaching job. Yeah, but the criteria that they wanted to, to, to bring a new coach in here, they wanted somebody with uh, coaching uh, – with the uh, – play calling experience and they wanted somebody who was a little bit older and they wanted somebody who's mature and they had to go out and they find a Aaron Rodgers lookalike who's well, they, less they qualified to be David, doing this they clearly didn't want that stuff like they wanted a young guy they wanted someone who's worked with quarterbacks they wanted someone like and I'm with you look I want to deuce over Sirianni without question and I've said as much but I, I don't think that that Deuce was the type of guy they were looking for based on what they hired. You know what I mean? They're wrong. I'm with you. But, like, you can't say they were looking for a guy like Deuce because they weren't. They were looking for a guy like Sirianni. Yeah, I know. And that's and that was – it was right there. I mean, the answer to their question and their coaching hire was right there, and they decided to ignore him and go another route. That's all fine, well, and good. Now, I got nothing against Nick Sirianni. But, you know, he does look like Aaron Rodgers, so that's kind of annoying. But uh, – it is what it is, and you just have to you, – you can't get to the end of a book if you don't turn the page. So that's just the way it is. So mm-hmm. as far as the Super Bowl goes, I could not be more disinterested. Wow. I really I really could not be more disinterested. And this is like the first time in like 45 years wow, that it's I haven't looked forward to the Super Bowl. Why, why, David? It's such a good, good uh, matchup. No. Uh, first of all, home teams are not supposed to play in Super Bowls. Okay, oh, it's I just mean, not supposed to happen. It's just it's, not supposed to happen that way. Uh, it's just not supposed to happen that way. It's supposed to be a traveling game. It's supposed to be a road game for both teams. <laughs> you know, traditionally. Uh, I get it. I get it. But I mean, like it's. And, it's... And I don't like Tom Brady. Well, I can't fair. stand Tom. Brady. I don't want. I do not want to see him win a seven one. I'd much rather see an African American win two than he watch him win seven. Okay, but yeah, even uh, then, uh, I'm not a KC fan. I got you, David. I got you. I, look, I I get it. I get it. I think this is a super compelling Super Bowl, though. Personally, I mean, I'm. I'm really excited for this game. Are you there, Elliot? Are you getting excited for for tomorrow? Yeah, look, I I know I'm in the minority of wanting to see Tom Brady win his seventh. That's fine. I I, I would be happy to see Andy win it, too. To his point about the home game, I think there is some truth to that, but it just is what it is. It's the first time it's ever happened, so it doesn't happen very often. I think that makes it cool. And, And also the fact that it's a home game, but they can't have a full stadium takes away some of that and home also, field advantage, look, that's right? just the, the, it's, the Super Bowl is played where it's played, and if the team can be good enough and lucky enough in the year that it's in their stadium to get there, then that's the, the way the cookie crumbles. Like, it's not – it doesn't have to be, like – I don't know. I think it's I, – I, I disagree with David on that point. Like, it's just the way it fell, and it's not meant to be one way or the other. It's uh, It just ends up happening that way every time, mm-hmm. you know? 215-592-9494. Let's go to Tennessee and talk to our good buddy Justin. What up, feller? No, no, Justin. Justin, we got to put you on hold there. It is that that might be the worst connection I've ever heard since we've done (laughs) our show. That was Robot Justin right there. We'll try and get his phone right. In the meantime, let's go to Exton and talk to John. Hey, John. Hey guys, what's happening? Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling in, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. uh, You guys got me got me feeling like excited talking about the uh, you know just the fact that. Wentz is going to be going, but the the uh, idea of of him going to the Bears and sending Foles back in a deal, you know, I uh, I I've never been a, a big Carson guy, and mm-hmm. the way I think it's going to happen, no matter where he goes, he's probably going to go somewhere else and succeed, just like every other Philadelphia athlete that, that uh, you know it seems they go to other teams in all four sports and succeed. 
Um, well, but, but really, really quick, that hasn't really been a case with a lot of Eagles. I mean, McNabb got traded, granted, later in his career, and he didn't have much success. Uh, Brian Dawkins, I guess, had success in Denver, but certainly his best days were in Philly. Jeremiah Trotter, I mean, you could probably maybe point to other examples, but uh, I, I don't get the whole Carson's going to succeed elsewhere. It could happen, but he's been here for five yeah. years and hasn't won a playoff game. So, you know, anything's possible. But if, you know, if he, he's the same player he was here that he is for his next team, I, I don't think there's going to be much different results. Oh, that's absolutely, I, and I totally agree. Uh, I could definitely, uh, you know, I'm excited to, to see where he goes and to who we get to, uh, you know. Yeah, what well, we get is. back, John, and thanks for the call. And, look, I, I do think it's going to be, you know, to his point, the uh, the Foles non-Wentz fans, which there is certainly a portion of this fan base that is of that group. Like, it's going to be a real – like, we've talked so much, Elliot, about how – divisive and how much division there is within this fan base because of the Carson thing. If he gets traded for Foles, we're going to see that division rise right to the top in a big way. Foles is clearly the story that's never going to go away. And this isn't a made up thing. Like we didn't just come in and say, Hey, you know what? They should trade for Nick Foles. Like Nick Foles is on the bears, a team that's extremely interested in getting Carson. So there is a a reality to this. This is not just a, a made up topic, but yeah, I, I think not wanting Nick Foles back is a definition of overthinking it. It would be fun. He's a great backup. He knows the city. He knows how to do the job he would come here to do. Uh, I think it'd be good for Nick Sirianni. So, yeah, I, I really hope it happens. I, I think it would be just poetic justice if the Carson Wentz era ends with Nick Foles coming back. It'll be not it right be. or wrong is strong, but it just gr- feels— no, but poetic. It, w- it would absolutely yeah, feels be right. poetic. I, look, I'm I'm all for it. Two one five five nine two. 9494, it's Go Birds Radio. It's Elliot, it's James. One hour to go. We're coming right back. But again, let me tell you that so many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us and set up their accounts and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the games more fun. And like you, we all love the home team. That's why we bet with our home team and have the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting. Our team at Parkcino Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County. That means your action, your money, safe and secure on their easy-to-use sports betting app. It's the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania, the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Bet with the best. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive, easy deposit methods. And you can bet on everything, of course, pro hoops, hockey, college, all that stuff. And tomorrow, the big game, you can bet on Kansas City minus three, that's where I'm going. They are the favorite, but also, of course, any prop you can think of, yards, halftime score, who's going to win the MVP, anything and everything you can bet with on the Barcasino Sportsbook app, and it is just a blast to use. And here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Yes, $500. Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X, casino.com slash P-A. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. That's right. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer, coming your way till 3 o'clock, I believe. Rob Ellis on after that as Marshall Kravitz gives me the nod. Rob Ellis coming up next. Kiva here. We're talking Carson Wentz. Elliot, 
Any new news on the Carson Wentz front? It seemed like yesterday stuff was coming in hot and heavy. We had the Les Bowen, a trade is close uh, tweet that got everyone all stirred up. And then all the Bears stuff breaking over the yes, uh, over the second part of the day. And all these people I've never heard of before tweeting out all these deals that are happening. I'm like, what is happening right now? Elliot, anything new? And, and just to kind of reset where we're at, where does everything stand right now? Well, we have two updates, one from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN and one from my mom. So you can pick which one. <laughs> we know which one's the important one. Get the Fowler update out of the way so we can get the important one. Yeah, okay. So per Jeremy Fowler, uh, he just tweeted, after asking around on Carson Wentz, some teams closely evaluating the quarterback market, thinking deal happens sooner than later, mm. but they believe Eagles GM Howie Roseman wants a one. Unlike Stafford sweepstakes, don't think this is a, this is a huge field of teams in part due to contract. And then he notes, 47 million over two years. So look, sounds like a deal could happen soon. I mean, obviously with the Super Bowl tomorrow, you wonder if they want to try to get it in before then. And you know. I, I think it de- the point is it definitely will not be tomorrow. They either squeeze it in today or it happens like Tuesday or something. But I Agreed. don't think there's any way they would mess with the Super Bowl in that way, you know, or, or go up against the Super Bowl. The NFL wouldn't like that. No, I, I agree. Now they can't help when it leaks, right? But of I would course, imagine tomorrow of course, there's not yes. much business happening. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the part about the one, you know, I mean, and only a few teams being interested, I still do believe they get a first round pick. But uh, that tweet and that report from Jeremy Fowler certainly didn't scream optimism well, about getting a one. No, it is interesting, though, with the two for 47, the point being that, like, it like the, I, I haven't understood that the, the, the for the salary cap stuff, like the contract is really only awful for the Eagles. Right. I mean, like the Eagles are the yeah. ones taking the get like if and look, I know if, if he's if it's Carson Wentz from from 2020, then anything is an overpay because, again, he was the worst quarterback in football. But if you believe you're going to be able to get Carson Wentz to back to where he was in 2019 or who knows, maybe even better than that, like isn't two for 47 a really good deal for a guy like that? Yeah, I think if Carson Wentz was a free agent, he would get more than two years, $47 yeah, that's million. My, that's where I'm going, you know? That's yeah. my point. Like, now, Teddy now Bridgewater the, got five for whatever, four, you know, $20 million a year. He got a right. lot, yeah. Now, the the guarantee structure, it is a lot, right? I mean, almost all the 47, I believe, is guaranteed. Fifty Or $25 million of it is the first year, and then I believe 25 the next or 15 the next. But a lot of it is guaranteed, so that could be a problem. But to your point... If Carson's the player he was in 2019 or 2018, then two years, 45 million is a fair deal for Carson. If he's a player he was in 2020, then he's not even worth the minimum. So, you know, it really is all about the evaluation with Carson. And if you're a team like the Bears or the Colts or or whoever, the Patriots, the 49ers, if you're interested in Carson, you obviously have some belief that he can turn into the player he used to be, not the player he was in 2020. And if you're confident enough in your coaching staff's ability to do that, then yes, two years, 47 million is not a lot of money. And the more important update from Mama Shore Parks. She's tired of hearing about Carson Wentz. So I think she probably <laughs> So is, speaking for a large portion yes. of uh, the Philadelphia fan base. But, you know, to, to kind of what we said at the top of the show, I, I think that the point to take from, not just from what my mom texted me, but what I'd imagine a lot of people are feeling is Carson Wentz has sucked so much energy around this team. Like, even not intentionally, but it's been so much Carson for – more than a year, obviously, but it's just everything has been about Carson. It's like, is he playing well? Should they bench him? Should they trade him? Is he happy? Is he not happy? Does he want Doug? How's he feel about Nick Foles? What's think about Jalen Hurts? I think it would be good. Another reason to trade him is just to remove that from the franchise, right? Like, don't don't make it all about one guy anymore. So just to trade him, move on, get the cloud from over the franchise, and just start anew. I think it would be very healthy, not just for the team, not just for the fans, but 
apparently for my mom too. And so obviously yeah. that's and priority look, I number think one. for Carson Wentz. I think it would be healthy yeah, for Carson Wentz yes. to get out of here. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand on Carson Wentz right now? Potentially on the way out the door. And uh, as Elliot has posited, the potential that Nick Foles could come back when he's on that as well. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's hope he's not a robot anymore. Let's go to Tennessee and talk to Justin. <laughs> I'm back, fellas. Much better, Justin. You literally sounded like a robot. <laughs> that's what that's what I was told. That's what most told me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just out here enjoying this nice Saturday day and uh, letting this boy clean this truck up, and watching him yeah. work. So I'm I'm having a good day listening to y'all. So. Well, we're about it's to get, I think, five or six more inches of snow. So it's a little different, a little different <laughs> out here right now. Well, it's, it's, like, it's like 50 degrees here today. It's kind of cloudy, overcast. But, you know, hey, Jealous. Owen's out here watching his truck. I'm sitting back watching. Hey, it's a good day. We're all live. We're on this side of the dirt. Amen. So, it's a good attitude, Dav. What's on your mind today, Jess? Uh, unfortunately, I, I agree with y'all. You know, I, I love Carson to death. But I think it's time, you know, I think it'd be best for both parties for him to move on. Yeah, uh, I I am shocked that it looks like they're probably going to get a first for him. Uh, I I wasn't expecting that at all, but looks like, you know, that's going to happen. I haven't. I, I think I think at least a, just really quick. I I think it, I think it will be a first, maybe a second that turns into a one. But uh, when you have two or three teams interested, and it seems like they do have that. You know, it it can escalate quickly in terms of what the price is. It it does. It really does. It, have have you heard at all what they're offering besides the picks? Are there players involved possibly? Or I would imagine if they give up a first round pick, it won't be any player of of substance. Obviously, Nick Foles is is a big name, but in a lot yeah. of ways, Nick Foles is just a backup quarterback that makes four million dollars. He's only really a big yeah. a big deal to the Eagles. So uh, I think if you get a first round pick, you're not getting much back in terms of player value as well. Well, that's that's my thought. So on on this side i, I kind of agree with you guys if if we do get it i would rather the pick be next year but i want to mm-hmm. throw something else at you too that you know i've I've just read kind of rumors who knows how true it is or if there's any validity to it what about a combo deal of Wentz and Ertz both going to indianapolis i'd read that somewhere recently yeah have you heard or anything um, relevant to that or I don't know if there's much going on on the Ertz front right now. From what I understand, now clearly things can change quickly, right? The, the Colts could decide they want Ertz. I think it would make sense to acquire Ertz if I was another team. I think Ertz can still be a really great tight end. I think the quarterback play last year really impacted him, and then the injury and coming back and all that stuff. I, I think trading Carson with Ertz would, would make a lot of sense for an acquiring team because the Eagles are going to look to trade Ertz more than likely to clear that cap Yeah, space, er- so. Ertz will I, – I, I would be very surprised if Zach Ertz were an Eagle in 2021. Yeah, I would one way or the other. But, uh, as far as uh, picking, I'm I'm going with the Chiefs. There's no way I could ever cheer for Tom Brady in any form or fashion. I'm with yeah, you, he, Justin. Tell he him. May be, he may be the greatest that ever played, but I think the guy that's going to unseat him as the greatest is going to be winning tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, Justin, but, great call hey, as boys, always, brother. Love you as mean it. I'm going to be listening. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, it is a pretty wild thing to have, like, the, the clear, no doubt about it, GOAT going up in the Super Bowl against, like, the clear, no doubt about it, potential guy to replace him as the GOAT. Like, you don't you get know, that like, very often. He, Patrick Mahomes is awesome. Patrick Mahomes is unreal. He is the best quarterback in the NFL right now, right? But I do think we need to step back just a little with, like, he's the next up. Like, he's the guy that, you know, could break Brady's record. And he could do it. But winning six Super Bowls 
is insane. Like to do that is unreal. It took Tom Brady how many years have he been in the league? Like 17, 18, something True. like that. I mean, there was a long stretch between the first three, the next three. There and were 11 years. It was 11 years, yeah. essentially. But at so, the same time, what's Mahomes? He's 25 years old, just just turned 25 in September, and he could have two after tomorrow. I mean, well, that's... how old was Tom Brady when he won his second? I mean, I know he came out of college a little later. I, I, think, I would guess I'm... somewhere in a similar age. So yeah, yeah, look, I know, but again, like it's also, and I agree, like the the six or seven, if he can win, it does seem like theoretically insurmountable, but. In terms of like becoming the GOAT, I think Patrick Mahomes could still be the GOAT without getting to seven Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Like Patrick Mahomes is playing at a level. Like John Ritchie said this week that he thinks Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback he's ever seen. Like he knows that Tom Brady's the GOAT, but he said the way Patrick Mahomes is playing right now is the best quarterback in the history of football. And he said it like emphatically. So there is something to that. I respect that take, but Tom Brady did lead a team to 16 to 0 while breaking the all-time touchdown record for in a single season. I mean, so as good as Patrick Mahomes is, and don't get me wrong, he is like skilled versus resume. I mean, th- those are two different discussions in a way. Now, when you talk about the goat, obviously Brady has the skill set to match the resume. Maybe, maybe Patrick Mahomes is a more talented quarterback than Brady is. Well, yeah, probably. I but, mean, he is. I mean, yeah. He, well, but you talk all the time about the shoulders up. Uh, the I, part. I agree. Like, Look, I'm not. I'm not taking it. Brady's the goat. The goat. But I think like pure talent, and it does seem Mahomes has the the shoulders up stuff too. Is the point, you know? Yeah. No, I think Mahomes is awesome. I'm just saying, you know, to get six Super Bowls is pretty wild. It and is. I, I would agree. Be very surprised if Mahomes well, to won win six, six Super to get to ten two yes, one five five nine two. Yeah. 94, 94. Uh, and we always say when our pod listeners call in, we want to get you right up. We appreciate it. Check out our podcast if you don't know, not just a radio show. You can get it uh iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get pods, Echo Birds Pod on Twitter. Hannah in Bethlehem is a pod listener. What's up, Hannah? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling in. And thanks for uh, listening to the pod, too. Much appreciated. Oh, yeah. Actually, I've been trying to call for a while. I know it feels like forever ago, but... When you guys shared after the um, Washington, D.C. situation, honestly, I've heard a lot of reporting about it, and you guys, you did it so good, so perfect. But oh, wow. Anyway. Thank you. Thank, that really means a lot, Anna. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, you might as well call me Hots for Hurts because I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy about this guy. I think he has so much promise, and, like, if people's biggest complaint about him as a rookie quarterback is his accuracy, I mean, like, Seriously, you're always going to have to overcome something with somebody new. He's so composed and put together everywhere else. I'm just so happy about him. I, well, I'm with the accuracy, uh, Really quick with the accuracy. I don't think anybody watched him and thought accuracy was a problem. I think now there's some like selective way of looking back at this where you can point to the numbers. And look, numbers matter. Don't get me wrong. But when I watch Carson and I watch Jalen, Jalen throws a better, more catchable ball well, uh, than Carson. And does. also, again, Jalen Jalen Hurts is a rookie. Like that's the thing. People right. kept saying, like, "Oh, look what he did in his last four games compared to Carson." It's like, no, Carson's in the fifth year in the league. This mm-hmm. is the guy's first four games in the NFL with a bad supporting cast around him. And to your point, Hannah, like. I've been impressed with the above the shoulder stuff. I'm impressed with the way he carries himself. He's a coach's son. Like he seems like, I don't know. I, I've been very impressed. Like again, I think the book is still yet to be written, but I've been impressed with with the way he carries himself as a quarterback and potential leader of a team. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I mean, I love Wentz. I, like the Wentz wagon has come into town, but I feel like it has left town. I mean, like <laughs> the end of the Wentz wagon. I didn't even think about it. That are we still gonna call Wednesdays like Wednesday and all that? I guess no, right? I would think <laughs> Probably not. not for long. No. Hannah, call more often. This is great. All right. Thanks for talking, guys. Always a pleasure. Awesome. That was cool. 
Uh, pod listeners. You got to love the pod listeners. Oh, it's the best. Check out our pod. We, we, we have a lot of fun, and uh, we, we get into a lot of other stuff that we don't always get the chance to do on the radio. 215-592-9494. Let's head all the way down to South Carolina and talk to Rick. Hey, Rick. Hey, James. Uh, great to talk to you all. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling in, man. How you doing? Uh, great, Elliot. Uh, first time talking to you. I enjoy your, uh, I usually listen during the week and enjoy it when you join. Um, yeah, I'm going to kind of echo what, what I just heard a little bit. I'm getting, I've been really tired of the people who say, well, Jalen Hurts is not that good. Look at his four games. And it's really not fair when he didn't get to practice with the ones the whole season. And then at the end of the season, look at the mixtures of O-linemen we had in front of him and, I just, uh, I think it's really, unfair. I think you did a really good job given the situation. Yeah. And I agree with what you ah, all were absolutely. saying. With, yeah. I mean, like, look, he, um, uh, the, like those, the Arizona game and the Saints game were like really good games. Like, I don't care what anyone yeah. says. Like, he looked awesome in those games. And I know the league adjusts to you and all that. But to yep. your point, like, no time with the ones playing with, yep. again, a bad roster around him. I, I would, I was more optimistic than pessimistic after what I saw from him without yep. question. Yeah, uh, one more thing. Uh, you know, I was thinking while I was on hold, I was thinking about, we're all talk, thinking about the starting quarterback, and I started thinking about the backup quarterback, and I was looking at who's available out there, and I, I think that uh, a guy who might be a, a good pickup would be uh, Fitzmagic, just as a, a backup role. Sure. He seems like he's a good team player and has done well when he comes in and spots in the past. Rick, great yeah, call. What do you think if, about uh, Fitz? Sorry. It would be funny if they brought him in after he was just with Tua. After the Miami, whole right? bet, so, yeah, I, it would yeah. be with Hurts and Tua. And look, and I, I think Fitz is a uh, absolutely seems like a great guy. Everyone loves him, but he definitely was pretty honest about how much he hated being bent for Tua. Right, and my other concern with Fitzpatrick would be he's probably going to cost more money than the Eagles have. I mean, that's another benefit of acquiring Foles. I even bet Foles would redo his deal to a certain extent if that's possible to uh, to come here, but. Fitzpatrick is going to cost money on the open market. Like he'll probably be the most sought after backup, if not potentially get a chance for some competing starting roles. Totally. So I, I think he would come here if there were other options, but when you consider the money and the situation, I would be very surprised. Yeah. If I had to bet, I would bet he's a starter somewhere next year. Like he gets a, a job, you know, or at least yeah. like you said, a camp job or like a first round, you know, uh, Washington whichever, whichever team takes the North Dakota state kid or whatever, if they want to bridge here or whatever, something like that. I could, I could totally see. 215-592-9494. Let's go. It's Brian in New Jersey normally, but I got word that he's all the way in Hawaii. Brian, how's Hawaii? I'm guessing a little better than Philly. Yeah, yeah. I actually flew out here the day after the snowstorm that we got. Um mm. but uh I was delayed like I was delayed like three hours, but I finally got here. It's uh like 9.30-ish in the morning, wow. sunny and 78 degrees right now. So, so pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, And, yeah, like, honestly, I haven't been able to listen because the time changed, but I heard I made a drop of the week. That's awesome. I you love did. it. Yeah, love your, Connor, it. your Connor McGregor thing made drop of the week. Yeah, yeah. How we doing, Elliot? How we doing? Doing good, man. I, I love the period before a trade happens where everyone's excited about what will happen, when it will happen, what will the trade be. I like the roller coaster of it. So, oh you know, God. Super Bowl tomorrow, it, who cares? I mean, the, the Wentz trade right now is uh, very exciting. No, I know. Like, no one really wants – I can't even think about the Super Bowl. Like, you guys know, like, I'm big LTBB. Like, it's crazy. Like, like it's just like the writing's on the wall. And, like, this guy Wentz, like, just too many stories. It's like – 
everything it's just probably best for him to go it's just I'll be real like it it, it really hurts me because I think this guy can be great again I think he can be a top 10 again I think he will be and I think like they changed this whole coaching staff like I wanted them to give him one more shot like with a short leash just one more chance like to try and like turn around but like it looks like that that's not even possible anymore I I, I don't know I, I really I don't see it happening I see him all these rumors, like like you guys said, I see it happening like today or like Monday morning, Tuesday morning type thing, and I don't know, man. And um, just on uh, my Super Bowl prediction, Play I'm definitely honest. rooting for Andy. I'm definitely I'm definitely rooting for Andy Reid, but like like I'm kind of torn because like it is great, like Tom Brady, like it it is kind of cool, like just like look, I know I know us as Eagles fans, we hate the guy, but like come on, you gotta admit it's kind of cool that. Like, he's just like, all right, to the Patriots, like, screw y'all. I'm going to go to another team. And, like, he literally took him to the Super Bowl, took him to the Super Bowl, like, the very next year. Like, it's very LeBron-esque. And you know I'm a big LeBron, I LeBron do. sexual around here. So I do. It's very LeBron-esque. And I love it. I love y'all. Brian, enjoy I, Hawaii, I man. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Have love a you. blast out there. Yeah, look, I, look. I'm not gonna sit here again. I said he's the goat. The 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 fact that Tom Brady, when you take out the 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 year he's a backup and the year he tore his ACL in Week One, the fact that he's made the Super Bowl in ten out of nineteen seasons, is is up there with my favorite, most impressive sports stats about anybody ever. And it, like my the, yeah. my all timers, the Gretzky one where he. You know, could have never scored a goal and still been the all-time leader in points. I think that's the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. But, like, this Brady one's right there. Like, it's, like, right there with that kind of stat. It is – I don't – I get it. I appreciate and respect the greatness. I just – I don't want to see him win a seventh against the uh, the Chiefs and Andy Reid. Like, I just don't. Like I said, I would be happy seeing Andy Reid win one. I think it's exciting to see Mahomes come up and, you know, having him win another one would be awesome. But, again – I have to pick, I want to say that, you know, in 20 years, I saw Brady win all seven Super Bowls. Like, that would be awesome. I think it'd be really cool to say. We enjoyed the Michael Jordan documentary over over the summer, right? We were all quarantined for what felt like forever. The Tom Brady thing is on that level. Like, that oh, would just he is. Be, be cool he to is, see another chapter in that. He is. He It's him. It's Gretzky. It's like, we're just talking team sports, like the four majors. Like, he's in that pantheon. Like, the one thing you can say for Jordan that you can't say for Brady is that you know, no one ever went mano a mano against Jordan in the championship and beat him. Like, you know, I think that's the 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 reason I would still put Jordan ahead of him. You know, six and zero in the finals. Like, you know, and I know it's a team well, sport Brady game. Brady also can't almost made it almost twice. No, as much I know, now. but but yeah. Uh, yeah, but also Jordan retired earlier, had a couple years off, all that type of stuff. But regardless, I, I do think Brady's right there. Like, he's one of the, you know, three in my opinion. I would have him. Gretzky and and Jordan as the top three team sports athletes of my lifetime. So yeah, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> That's pretty. It's pretty impressive. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand on Carson Wentz? As it seems like the era, Wentz's era in Philly might be coming to an end. It seems like something could happen fast. Are you are you okay? Are you ready to say goodbye to Carson Wentz? Or do you think the Eagles are making a big mistake? And of course, could you? Be all right with Nick Foles coming back as well. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. It's Elliot. It's James. We're coming right back. That's right. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks. James Seltzer coming your way till 3. Robbie E. coming up after that. Let's get back to the phones. Talking Carson Wentz. 215-592-9494. Let's go to South Jersey and talk to Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. I listen to the podcast all the time. It's exciting to be talking to you. 
Awesome, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for calling yeah. in and for listening. Really appreciate it. Yeah, so forgive me if I talk myself out of breath out of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I do it every day. It's what I do. I'm with you. Yeah, so, uh, you know, guys, I've been a big Carson Wentz fan since, you know, the beginning. And uh, all things being equal, you know, I love to keep him and keep going forward with him. But, man, if all these news stories that are coming out about him not wanting to be here, you know, I trust Adam Schefter's sources and all that, you know, you can't keep a guy who doesn't want to be there, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I mean, I have my own concerns about Jalen Hurts. You know, I, he seems like a great guy, like a perfect ambassador that you'd want to be your quarterback. Uh, but his uh, play, you know, it, granted he was a rookie, you know, and he made the games exciting for sure. But, you know, uh, overall his body of play didn't scream franchise quarterback to me. Uh, well, really quick, what, what I think, and your, your point's a great one. I think the wording of it is right. Like, Carson doesn't want to be here. So this idea yeah. that, like, the Eagles should decide what to do, <laughs> it's kind of out of their hands at this point. Like, Carson's made the decision for them, and I respect him for doing that because I think it's best for both sides. Like, he's getting ripped in this city, and it's probably hard for him to do, but it really is for the better because I think they're better off if they if they separate. But, yeah, once Carson made that decision, I mean, the, the Eagles have to just move on at this point. I don't think they really have much of a choice. Yeah, and I, and I believe in Carson. You know, I think, uh, you know, wherever he goes, I feel like there's a good chance he's going to you know, succeed, maybe not 2017 level, but we've seen him play in an MVP caliber, and I believe that's still in him. And I hope he does. I hope he succeeds, and I hope, you know, Hurt succeeds, and the, I, I just wish the best for everybody. It's a unfortunate situation. Yeah, it is. Well, man. with Carson. Especially, with Car- Car- yeah, Carson played such a big role in us winning the Super Bowl, too. I mean, like, it's. You know, I, I don't think anyone wants wishes him ill will or, or anything and is anything we're grateful to him. But then on the way out, like all this stuff, as you talked about him wanting out the way he's gone about yeah. it, like it just leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. So it is a, 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 a tough to reconcile. Sure is. And, uh, you know, James, it sounds like you've liked a lot of what I've said so far, but I'm going to say something you're going to hate. Uh-huh. I love I love Tom Brady. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> It's yeah, right, I told Danny. I said it was an, un, an unpopular opinion, but he's my Danny, favorite. I, appreci- I appreciated so. so much of the rest of your call that I'm going to let that one slide. <laughs> All right, call guys, more often, Dan. It. Thanks for listening. Right, we really appreciate it. Look, I, uh, yeah, I think to his points about Hertz, that I thought it's an interesting phrase to say. You know, he didn't scream franchise quarterback to me, and I, I do think that you know it's fair to say that. You know, but I. I definitely didn't watch Hertz and say, okay, I'm 100% in on this guy. This guy's the guy. Let's roll with him. Whereas I will say, like, and and I do think you always make this point, Elliot, and I think it's true that where you're drafted has such a big influence on how Mm -hmm. people view you. And Carson was the second pick in the draft. But when I watched Carson against the Browns in that first game, I was like, oh, this dude has it. I was like, this this guy's got it. Like, he's going to be great. And I felt that way. And it proved out until the injuries and all the things went downhill. I felt like flashes with Hertz. I was impressed by certain things, but I definitely didn't watch him and say, oh, I feel super confident he's going to be great. I, I felt a lot closer to that than it seems like you did. Now, look, I think the whole Carson trauma has really made me think not, it, it's like, I'm worried to go all, all in on somebody, right? Because I know people think that I hate Carson, quote unquote, but in 2016, 2017, 2018, like, I thought he was the best player on the team. I thought he was the reason they'd win the Super Bowl in 2018. I picked him to win the division his second year because of Carson. So I was all in on Carson, right? It was only when things started to turn south where I had to be honest and say, look, this this guy's not as good as we thought. So yes, I, when Carson played as a rookie, his rookie year overall, when they went seven and nine, I mean, yeah, it was still a great year in my opinion. I thought he showed a lot of flashes as a rookie. I felt the same way about Jalen Hurts to a certain extent. I mean, Jalen Hurts, 
after that Saints win, me and you were both really excited about what we saw from him. Maybe even the Cardinals lost when they fell behind early because of bad defense and special teams mistakes, and he wasn't great early either. But I thought he's shown a, a ton for a rookie in four games with no offseason, no preseason, no reps with the ones. I don't know if you could have asked for a better performance from him. So again, who knows what the future holds with him. If Carson can't be the guy for 10 years, then really, you know, maybe no one ever will be able to again. Like, it's so hard to do to be a franchise quarterback year after year after year. We're seeing that. And obviously with the Tom Brady discussion, we know, you know, it's just so hard to do. But I think Jalen Hurts has everything you want from him. He's mobile. He uh, he throws a great ball. I think he the big moments don't get to him. I think he has a personality where things off the field don't get to him. So I'm very into Jalen Hurts as a franchise guy. But I can't say with certainty that anybody's going to be the guy for five or six years because we just saw the guy everyone else thought was going to be that guy not become that. Yeah, and again, like there there were flashes. There were things, as we've talked about, that I was really impressed with. And that's why, again, I want Jalen Hurts to be the Eagles starter this year. I think give him a year and see what he's got. But I can't say I, I'm sold that he's a franchise quarterback. I'm not there yet. But I did see things that I but, liked. But do you think that you'd be able to say that about anybody now? Like yeah, I, I, I just told point. you, yo, yeah. after game one of Carson Wentz, I'm like, that guy's a franchise. I'm not kidding. Like, uh, you can go back and listen to the podcast. Like, no, after you. his first game as an Eagle, I was like, that dude has it. Like, that dude has it. Like, that's how I felt. And I felt flashes of that with Hurts. I liked the way he carried himself. Again, those first two games, he was awesome. He did some special things. But I didn't come away saying, I feel super confident that that guy's going to be a star. I did with Wentz. So, mm. n- like, I, I, I'm hopeful. I can see that happen, but I can't say I'm sold yet. 215-592-9494. Let's go to another podcast listener, Grimy in Orlando. What's up, Grimy? My boys, my boys, James Elliott, what's good, my friend? How are you, man? What's going on? Thanks for calling I'm, in, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, guys, man. Your show is awesome. Your podcast is the bomb. Thank you guys so much, man. <laughs> Thanks, uh, man. Two quick things. I just want to talk about one thing about the Eagles and one thing about the Super Bowl. The thing with the Eagles, man, I don't understand at this point, you know, on Twitter and on social media, why everyone just seems so up in arms and at each other and in their feelings about people's opinions on Wentz and Doug. I didn't feel good about Doug leaving in the first place. I didn't feel good about what's going on with Carson. But the point is, bro, this is our squad. This is our family. This is the Eagles, bro. Like, so so agree, agree, disagree. Let's just ride this train, man. Like, I'm so with you, Grimey. It is. And we talked about this on the pod, uh, I think this week or last week or whatever, but the idea that, this Carson stuff seems to have divided the fan base so much mm-hmm. where we're all fighting with each other and tearing each other apart. And there's the Carson guys and the non-cart. And it's like, we all root for the Eagles, right? Like that ultimately right. that's like, I can understand a healthy debate and arguing about who's good and who's not. But uh, to your point, it does feel like it, it is, it is darker than it should be with this stuff. It's, it's angrier than it should be. Well, and then and just like, outside, well, really quick, just outside of just the fans, which I agree with both you guys on that. But I think within the Novacare, like you've seen some of that with Carson, and it's not Carson's fault. Like it's not his fault that that's how it is. But that same division can be there. That's what happened with Nick Foles. It's what's happening with Jalen Hurts. I think in the front office and the coaching staff, there's like what's good for the team and what's good for Carson. He's been such a dominant figure with this team. I think just moving him out of the picture will be very healthy for not just the fans, but I think for the team as well. Yeah, man, and I'm really low-key just excited just to have a clean slate, clean start. And yep. even though, you know, we have these kind of people in the in the office we don't necessarily trust or whatever, look, they got us the Super Bowl. We enjoyed the hell out of that. Now let's see what's next, man. Just let that be. You know what I mean? That, I'm just excited to look for it. And real quick about the Super Bowl, guys. In the offseason, I think the day before um, uh, uh, Gronk got uh, signed to the Bucks, 
there was a twelve to one odds to pick uh, the Bucks to win the Super Bowl. I put a buck fifty on it. Whoa! Mm. I'm looking at eighteen hundred dollars. I am going for the Bucks so hard, bro. I don't care about Tom Brady. I don't care about none of that. I love Patrick Mahomes. I love Andy Reid. But come on, Bucks, well, give me that gr- money. Grimey, I, first of all, I'm rooting for you, brother. Now you've made Thank me feel you. at least if the Bucks win, I'll I'll at least think of you. I won't be that Thank upset. You, my dog. Uh, yeah, and uh, call us you again. You got to call man. in next week. Yeah, by call the way. us again, Grimey. Yeah. Great call. I will, man. I will, brother. Give John my love, man. And I, I don't hold it against you guys for not picking my music for the Go Birds podcast. Oh, uh, bud, Grimey, keep in touch, man. We really appreciate. <laughs> It. And look, um, yeah, look, if I like I said before, ultimately, I'm 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 rooting for my bets. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going on the Parks Casino Sportsbook app and I'm betting on Kansas City. And thus, I, that is the number one reason I'm rooting for Kansas City, even past the other stuff. So, you know, yeah, I mean, putting 150 down too, like and that's like a serious that. bet, yeah, right? That's a serious. Yeah. 12 to one. Odds well on done. That. Good I mean, work there. And, and I appreciate the non hedge. He's just going for it. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Haddonfield and talk to Dave. Hey, Dave. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, how's it going, Dave? Oh, it's going well, and I'm very, very sorry that I'm going to disappoint Mama, but I have to talk about this. <laughs> it's all good. I've done it my whole life, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me preface what I'm going to say by saying I think the Eagles have three glaring needs right now. Obviously, the wide receiver, a number one wide receiver, and anyone who's watched Devontae Smith play knows that he is that. Mm-hmm. Number two, they need a shutdown corner. Anybody who watched the Eagles this year recognized that Slay could could handle one side, but the other side was killing us. The third yeah, and thing Slay they struggled against a, the number one guys too, for what it's worth. I mean, what's that when saying? he got matched, Slay struggled against the number one guys when he matched up with them. That's exactly right. So if Sertain could shut him down, then you use Slay as a, a, for, on the other side. The third thing they need is a strong linebacker. So here's <clears throat> what I would do. My preference for a trade, and it assumes. <clears throat> excuse me a minute, my throat. Uh, this assumes that the, the organizations at 9 and 10 are interested in fixing Wentz and think they can. If they can, then here's what I would do. I would offer him Wentz and Ertz, and if that's not enough, I'd throw in Dillard. And if that's not enough, I'd throw in any fringe player they're interested in. If that's not enough, I'd throw in a low-round draft choice. If that's not enough, I'd throw in a mid-round draft choice next year. But I've got to get up to nine, and if I eight, eight or nine, because if you did, you could fill two of your three glaring needs. Hope you could fill the third with your six pick in the second round, and beyond that, all you're doing is looking at um, looking at uh, filling in depth. So I think the most important thing is to fill in fill as, as much of those glaring needs as you can. To simply get a number 21 first round draft choice probably isn't going to do that. So I would look very well, hard. Well, if you draft Dave, well, that's it a, Dave, I mean, great call. Call again. Interesting theory. Uh, yeah, like, again, it all comes down to drafting well, right? I mean, ultimately. But, I, I look, the Eagles are not trading for the eighth or ninth pick in the draft and drafting a linebacker. Like, it's right. not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know? I, I'm, I'm not in on the Micah Parsons. No, no, I mean, no. Maybe at 21, I guess, if he fell that far. Although, honestly – if he felt if you did get twenty or twenty one in a trade and he fell to you there, then it's I, a red flag in and of itself. Guys, yeah, yeah, like Andre Dillard fell to them at twenty three yeah. or wherever they got it's him. A, and, it's a great point, Elliot. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's look at this, Elliot. Two weeks in a row, we're getting a call from across the pond. Let's go to the United Kingdom. Is this Callum? Yeah. Hi. Can you hear me? I can, Callum. How are you, buddy? I'm. I'm good. Thanks. How are you? 
Thank you for taking my call. Oh, thanks oh, for making it, man. Yeah, Very thanks cool. for calling in. Appreciate it. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, I just want to preface this by saying um, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I've been listening for you know the last year or so, and I've been really impressed and you've been really engaging. So cheers for that. Thanks, Awesome. Man. Thanks so much. Yeah, it means a lot. Um, yeah, I was just wanting to get your you two's opinion on um, moving forward with Jalen Hurts. You know, we're seeing increasingly every week that uh, it seems like Carson's probably going to be gone by, you know, the next next week or so. Um, yeah. I just wanted to get your guys' opinion on um, whether you thought the locker room dynamics are going to be better or worse with, with Jalen Hurts um, leading this team because, you know, from what we've seen, he, he looks like an incredibly uh, competent and natural leader. Yeah. Well, so I, I think that the locker room dynamics, ultimately, you have to be a good player, right? Like, I don't think it's a coincidence that the stuff you heard about Carson losing the locker room came after he started to struggle, right? In 2018, they weren't a good team. Yeah. In 2019, they weren't. So ultimately, Jalen will learn to respect the locker room if he's good on the field and he leads them to wins. That being said, he does not have the baggage that Carson has at this point. I mean, there'll be a lot of new faces in the locker room this year. A lot of the younger guys that they've drafted in the last two or three years, you know, they're more... Jalen's age, right? So I think Jalen can absolutely be a great locker room quarterback. He did it at Alabama. He did it at Oklahoma. He has those experiences yeah. in those big time spots. But ultimately, he has to be a good player. That That's what it comes down to in terms of leading a team and leading a locker room. Yeah, that's what I was just going about to say, because, you know, we've seen the adversities he's had to overcome in, you know, in college, like you mentioned. And yeah. you just think with, with Carson Wentz, whether he has been sort of mollycoddled too much in you know, I mean, you, I think one of you guys said it in one of the last pods that this guy's almost like hero worshipped by, by um, you know, the front office. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited, to be honest. I think a lot of people, you know, particularly in the in the UK, some of my friends who are NFL fans uh, have got quite um, down about the Eagles. But I, I, I'm looking at, you know, the optimistic side, and I think things can change so quick in this sport. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the future. Callum, well, call I'm, again. I'm this was great, side. man. Call us again, all right? Thank this was you. awesome. Thank you so much. Look at this, Elliot. We are uh, getting calls from across the pond. Pretty wild. Well, I mean, and, and he's optimistic. See, I'm, I'm on that side. I, uh, I don't think, and oh, look, I know I we're, we're leading not, up to my a, friend. See, I know not. we're leading up to a show or a pod about, about yeah. our outlooks on the future, but I, I truly don't believe it is all doom and gloom with this team uh -huh. right now. I think some things can turn around quickly. 215-592-9494. One more segment to go. Talking Carson Wentz as a trade appears to be on the horizon. How do you feel about it? It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. And again, let me remind you one more time that so many of the Go Birds faithful have already joined us, set up their accounts, and are having a blast. Legally betting on sports makes the games more fun. Like you, we all love the home team. That's why we bet with the home team and have the home field advantage when it comes to sports betting. Our team at Park Casino Sportsbook is right here in Bucks County. That means your action, your money, safe and secure on the easy-to-use sports betting app. The only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania, the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Bet with the best you can bet on obviously anything pro hoops college hoops hockey but of course the big game tomorrow you can bet on they have so many different props fun ones yardage ones touchdowns mvp and of course kansas city minus three is the line i love kc in this game bet on anything and everything the app is fun it's easy to use it's intuitive and here's the deal if you sign up now you get a risk-free bet of up to five hundred dollars yes five hundred dollars Download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to 
$1,500. Again, that's P-A-R-X, casino.com slash P-A. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. That's right. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Final segment for us, Rob Ellis, the legend. Coming up next after us, we'll try and get to as many calls as we can. If we don't get you, definitely hang on for Robbie. He's going to be talking about all the same stuff we are. Uh, but we'll try and squeeze as many in as we can before we get out of here. Let's go to Jersey City and talk to Steve, who's been hanging for a while. Hey, Steve. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm a longtime listener of the pod, first-time caller. Oh, man, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, so first call, I wanted. Man. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. First, I wanted to uh, congratulate you, Elliot, for your engagement. I'm actually getting married in December, and I'm holding out hope for Eagles Raiders bachelor party in Vegas. Oh, buddy, what a great idea that is. I'm holding out hope for you, too. Fingers crossed. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, So I felt like this was uh, the weekend I had to call. I am a huge Carson guy. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm pretty upset to see how things developed. Uh, I think the nature of um, how the relationship kind of deteriorated between player and team is uh, definitely difficult. And I think as a fan base, I think we hold on to the Super Bowl, uh, but I really hold on to the regular season to a certain extent because he took us to heights that like we haven't felt since 04. You know what I mean? We would dominate yeah. teams, put up 50 on the Broncos. I mean, it was – it was an insane regular season too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Look, I think leading up, I remember when they blew the Cowboys out, I was in the locker room after the game. And I remember thinking this team is winning the Super Bowl. and look, they didn't do it with Carson, but you could tell that team was special and Carson had a lot to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you'll humor me, I wanted uh, to just say a funny story that I personally have uh, with you guys in the podcast. Oh, sure. Um, so going back uh, in the not-so-far past, when you think about it, it was, you know, November 2019, and I feel like this weekend is the boiling point of when, you know? And uh, going back to 2019, this is when things were starting to brew. If you remember, terrible loss to Seattle, terrible loss to New England. Yep. So then we're off to the actively tanking Miami Dolphins. Sure. Uh, and I really thought this is the get-right Wentz game. Uh and at the time, you know, Elliot, I'll be honest, like some of your takes were definitely difficult. Hindsight 2020, <laughs> they were very fair. Uh, <laughs> it's all you good. Know, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll be 100% transparent because I feel like now we're at the end of the Wentz wagon. I had muted you on Twitter. Mm. And mm. I, uh, we get to the game, and I believe I saw you in Fort Lauderdale, and I couldn't face you because – that game went <laughs> so horribly wrong. I could oh, not man. believe we lost to the Dolphins. And, yeah, it was an okay Wentz game. I think he actually threw maybe three to four touchdowns. But it's yeah, still the Dolphins had game. a good game that day, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Alshon was awesome that game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But it was still the kind of game that you couldn't afford to lose. Totally. So I, uh, I couldn't face you when I saw you in Fort Lauderdale. But then as the months went on, I unmuted you. And mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. The first tweet that appeared after I unmuted you was your tweet about how you could score a touchdown, <laughs> score a basket, and hit a home run. Perfect timing. I am a man of bad takes. <laughs> yeah. So you, you unmuted truly, me at the right time, basically. Yeah, exactly. And it's a story that I always laugh at. I, now, I do follow you now. 
but Appreciate the fact it. that uh, the, the, the time period of muting then led me to the take of all takes is unbelievable. Steve, great call, man. That's call us awesome again, story. all right? We really Have appreciate a good one. it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Yep, talk to you guys soon. That is it. That is an awesome, awesome story. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I could do those things, so no. I'm glad that he, he got in it at the right time. Stop it. It's ridiculous. Let's go to Camden and talk to Lamar. Hey, buddy. Hey, how you doing, Jim? Good, man. Jimmy. What's on your mind today, Lamar? Yes, I believe that he's going to stick it right up our gigi. <laughs> <laughs> so you think will, you think trading Wentz away is a court, mistake? If he go to the Colts, he's gonna stick it right up our gigi. They're mm. good enough. They need a quarterback. Well, they had one last year and yeah. they didn't win a playoff game. Philip Rivers is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz is. He never won anything. Who? Philip Rivers? He's won more than Carson has. He never won the big game. Did True. I miss something? Carson is not either. Carson I mean, doesn't look, have it's, a playoff win if we want to be real it's about possible it. That Carson, yeah, it's possible Carson could go somewhere and succeed. I mean, I hope you know for him that he does. But this idea that he's going to go to another team and become a completely different quarterback, I mean, we've seen so him for he, five years. He just, he just had, one, he had one bad season and he'll never be the same again, huh? No. Well, he had one good season, really, out of five. I mean, you know, if you want to really me. be honest. Excuse me. Excuse me. Did he not have 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions? Last year, with with well, you and Jack, you me, me you and Jack. What in 2019? And you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. For 2019, he ended the year strong. I would agree, but overall, he was part of the reason they struggled that year. Yeah, and look, Lamar. And he, part, he was the reason they put it back was, together and absolutely. made the playoffs. Lamar, yeah, but if he goes nine call. and seven with the Colts, I don't think anybody's going to be calling yeah, up and saying look, they shouldn't have traded him. Look, and also the point is, like, we acknowledge that there's the chance that Carson can be better somewhere else. It's just not going to happen here. It's too far gone here. Like, that's what I don't understand about the whole, like, I wish they wouldn't trade Carson take. Like, if he stays here, it's not going to work. It's not going to, like, he's not going to turn it around. Like, I just, that guy well, needs to change the scenery. In a lot of ways. I mean, look, Carson is who he is. Five years is not a small amount of time. This is not, you know, two years. We've seen him for five years. He hasn't won a playoff game. So is it possible he does it? Sure, anything's possible. But his career is not on the path of, of being like a multi, you know, playoff win quarterback. Sean and KOP, you're on WIP. What's up, son? Oh, it is you. What up, buddy? What's going on, buddy? How you doing, man? What's up, Elliot? Hey, how's it going, man? Elliot, I'm admit, man. I was, I was, too. I was half wrong about you, too. That's <laughs> all right, man. I appreciate you, you sticking with me. You don't like the Beatles, me. so that, that's, that's for another story. That's yeah, that's well, that, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Exactly. I like so the Beatles. Got a long way to he just likes guys, Queen you know. more. Is Queen has thing. more hits. That's what <laughs> it is. Uh, the, yeah. It's such an uninformed, <laughs> ignorant take, but sure. Oh, I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, so what do you want that, me to exactly, do? Exactly. Like, that's it. You yeah. saw Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. you're like, oh, Queen's better. Like, okay, cool. More hits. Anyway, man, I was refreshing Google every two to five minutes yesterday. I got nothing done at work. It does feel, doesn't it feel like we're all just, it feels like we're in this suspended state of like just waiting for this to, I feel like I can't focus on anything else until this happens. I know. It's just like we're in some like state of limbo right now. Yep. Which way are we going to go? And I'm just excited to see what we're going to do with this draft. I'm not really sure where you guys stand on the sixth pick, but I like the, uh, everybody's high on this certain just because I think he's from Alabama, but the real quarterback, the real scorer is the guy from Virginia Tech, Caleb Farley. Yeah, yeah I a lot of people him. say that. I don't want a cornerback. I want a, I want a wide receiver, personally. Yeah, I, I'm off the wide receiver train. I've been doing this for a few years now. I know. You're, you were the first person to tell me Chase Claypool was going to be a stud. 
I told you. I remember. Oh, it's good work by you. I tried to tell you. I tried. Man, I like Brian. I <laughs> and I didn't Brian like Chase Claypool, stupid. so. Yeah. I mean, the, the receivers don't really wow me right now. I mean, I love Bobby Chase. Smith is just so small. He's just too small. I feel like I, I, I'm with you. I love Chase, though. I think Jamar Chase is a flat-out stud. Well, look, I mean, he wasn't yeah. so small that he couldn't dominate Thanks for the, the call, SEC. buddy. I mean, you know. I yeah. would be. Look, I would, I would, I would take Devontae Smith, too. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me right. Wrong. I think when someone dominates SEC, you gotta you, you you worry more about that than the how much he weighs. If he weighed ten extra pounds or whatever. All right, Elliot. Quickly before we get out of here, I, I assume know the answer, but uh, I, I'm not even gonna say by next Saturday when we do this show again, will he be traded? When will Carson Wentz be traded? I think it happens Monday or Tuesday. I think they don't do it tomorrow. Look, I hope it doesn't happen in ten minutes, right? But. Uh, um, I, I, I think Monday or Tuesday they get it done. I think Carson wants this done. The Eagles want it done. They can move on. And I think I think it's better for both sides. I think it'll happen soon. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. And we will be there to talk about it. Obviously, we'll be back next Saturday, but check out our podcast, especially obviously if this news breaks, we'll be uh, recording, I'm sure, very quickly after it. So uh, check out the pod, iTunes, Spotify, all that. Thank you so much to everyone who called in. If we didn't get you, hang on. I promise Rob will take, take your calls. We'll be talking about the same stuff. Uh, thank you to Kevin Keenan behind the glass. Thank you to Moshe Kravitz. And again, thank you to every single person who called in. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, again, thank you for listening. Uh, for Elliot, I'm James. Thank you for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.